Hey there, everyone, and welcome to the 10th episode of the Laxflow Podcast with me, your host, O'Brien Daly. And a bit of a stunned expression from myself today, seeing as that we're finally on the 10th episode, finally hitting the double digits. Um, and I just want to say again, I say that I can't say this enough, really. Thank you all for those who tune in and listen and and support me through this and yeah I just wanted yeah just a great thank you to all it's it doesn't go unnoticed and it's it's really appreciated so with this episode I feel like we should give a little bit of a look or I should just tell you a little bit about the upcoming NLL season seeing as that it's coming out pretty shortly uh pretty shortly uh about less than a month now um and I thought I'd just talk about the first two-week games, uh, week one and week two. So with that, week one uh, begins December 3rd and goes through the 5th. Of the, um, and it, the games on include Vancouver at San Diego, Saskatchewan at Halifax, Panther City at Philadelphia, Albany at Toronto, Colorado at Georgia, Rochester at New York, and Calgary at Buffalo. And so the first game, uh, San Di- uh, Vancouver at San Diego, that happens Friday, December 3rd at 10 p.m. Uh, Saskatchewan at Halifax happens December uh, set, set t- Saturday, December 4th at 6 p.m. Panther City at Philadelphia happens at Saturday, December 4th at 7 p.m. Al- Albany versus Toronto, uh, December 4th at 7 p.m. Colorado and Georgia, December 4th again, 7 p.m. And the rest of these I should just mention, uh, save you all time, all December 4th. But Rochester, New York happens at 7.30, and as does Calgary at Buffalo. Um, all exciting games, obviously exciting to uh, look, get a, I think the San Diego game is going to be an interesting one, because it is, uh, you know, we're getting, it's the uh, home, op- home opener for the Seals. So I think that's going to be a great matchup. I'm excited for the Rochester uh, versus Riptide uh, matchup. Uh, that's obviously because I'm a bit of a Nighthawks fan, as I have stated before on the show. And maybe, you know, we can get a little rivalry going between those two teams, and that would be always fun to watch because obviously I think a good rivalry makes for just absolutely great games in any sport. So that's going to be interesting. As for who's going to win, um, I, I think the teams are pretty evenly matched, though I may have – I may have to go with New York uh, with the Riptide on this one, though, and, and it really hurts me to say it because obviously I hate going against my favorite team, but I definitely think, but yeah, I just got to go with the Riptide. Their offense is a little, deuce, has done a little, obviously better. Rochester just hasn't been playing well. They didn't, well, I'll go into this, but you know, the last time they played, they just haven't played that well. So ever since the team had to be moved and, you know, basically start from scratch, so yeah, it's a bit of a rough situation for them going into the uh, this season. But as I, uh, one thing I want to talk about is uh, how this is obviously the first season. We we didn't have a 2021 NLL season, so this is going to be interesting. And of course, the 20 uh, the 2020 season got cut very short, um, or just really just short in general. Yeah, just and so it's going to be great to see fans back again. Obviously. Looking back at the 2019 season, which was like the which was the last season we had as a full a full one, that went all the way to May. 
I think it's a good refresher to some of you who may not remember just how the 2019 season uh, went. went. So the 2019 season, uh, for the regular season, the top seed was the Buffalo Bandits. The MVP uh, for that season was uh, Dane Doby, as well, and he was also the top scorer, so obviously tells you why. Uh, but for the playoffs, the Eastern champions were the Buffalo Bandits. The Eastern runner-ups runner was the Toronto Rock. For the Western champions, you had the Calgary Roughnecks, and the, for the Western runner-ups, you had the Colorado Mammoth. So for the champions, for the finals, we had uh, the Calgary Roughnecks taking it, while for the runner-ups, obviously, you had the Buffalo Bandits, and the final MVP was Dane Doby. So obviously, he won both MVP awards that season. Now that's how the uh, 2019 season ended up. Now granted, of course, we did get a 2020 uh NLL season it didn't last it only lasted till March though obviously uh it ended on March 12 2018 uh 2020 to be exact my bad with only a number of 18 games played now there were some uh regular seasons uh st stats uh, for the top seed by the end of that regular season by the time like you know everything had was shut down the New England Black Wolves were the top were on top uh, season MVP actually uh, went to Shane Jackson, while the top score scorer was uh, Caleb Crawford, and obviously we didn't end up getting the playoffs or the championship or anything. So obviously that that just it, uh, looking now it sucked, uh, but it's over now. Things are finally getting back to normal, and I think it's going to be great. As uh, so who I would have thought may have won that year, I'm not gonna lie, Halifax probably would have won it. Um, could have won it maybe, but uh, you know it was a little bit too early to tell. I think it really, obviously, that's a kick, that's a real kick to the gut to me. Obviously, for because you know Halifax was Rochester at one point, so you know it just sucks. But New England probably could have won it as well. You know, I think it really, it's like I said, it's hard to say with all like because you know there's still a good amount of games to be played, so. And it's something we'll just never know. And but you just gotta live with it. Obviously, twenty twenty one we didn't have a season, but going into the twenty twenty one uh two season, finally coming back, it's gonna be great. Um. Obviously, we have some new teams. Uh, this is will be the inaugural season for the expansion uh, Panther City Lacrosse Club and the Albany Fire Wolves, who obviously aren't um they're not expansion team. They're just a relocation of New England. Black Wolves, but uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one. Obviously, I would love for Rochester to win it because you know we just we this Nighthawks team has hit the skids many a times for many a games, and I just want us to turn it around, you know. But I who knows At Buffalo? I could honestly see winning it all. They they got a solid team, a great a solid offense. Uh, New, like I said, New York Riptide. I think have a decent team. I don't think they. I don't could. I don't think I really can see them winning it. Calgary, I think has a decent shot. San Diego, meh. um, Panther City for a new team. I think they could actually be one of the better, maybe top top teams in the in the in the whole league. Uh, maybe top five. I could honestly see it. Uh, but of course, the season hasn't even started yet. It's so. <laughs> 
I, I I have the tendency to jump the gun a bit when it comes to predicting things. Like I just asked I asked a question a couple weeks ago on this on the on the radio. Just what who do you think has a chance of winning the stand? Uh, like how do you? Uh, no, I asked uh, how do you think? So ask someone how do you think the Seattle Kraken are going to do? And it was only their third game. So you know I have a very big tendency to jump the gun, and obviously we just have to wait and see how everything unfolds. Now, going in to talk about week two, that goes from December 10th to December 12th. Uh, uh, December 11th is also my birthday, so that's going to be kind of fun to watch. Maybe I, I might have to go uh, see a game. And actually, there is a Buffalo actually plays Rochester on my birthday at, at Rochester, so I may have to uh, head out to that game. Seems like a fun one. But uh, for week two, we have Toronto at Halifax, uh, December 10th at 6 p.m., New York, Philadelphia, Versus Philadelphia, uh, get also December tenth, seven thirty p.m. Vancouver at Panther City, December tenth, uh, eight thirty p.m. Then, like I said, Buffalo at Rochester, uh, Saturday, December eleventh at seven p.m. That's good. I think that's gonna be a good game. That's always they always play tough those two teams together. So I think that like that's that honestly I would say is a bit is already a bit of a rivalry, obviously. So uh, even though it is a new Nighthawks team, that somewhat, and then Calgary. Uh, versus Saskatchewan, uh, December 11th as well, 8.30 p.m. San Diego, Colorado, uh, December 11th, 9 p.m. And Georgia, New York, uh, versus the Riptide, December 12th, 3 p.m. So, a good slot of games. Like I said, uh, that Buffalo-Rochester game, I, I think I'm pretty excited for. Vancouver versus uh, Panther City, I think, could be a good one. As well as Georgia and New York, Riptide. Other than that, uh, Toronto versus Halifax. Um, I'm probably gonna have to give that one to Halifax. Uh, Toronto just hasn't done too well, and yeah. But it, overall, that looks like it look the first two weeks. I think of the NLL are a good way to start, bring it back and start it strong. Um, hopefully, with like with everything going on, I I truly do hope nothing halts this season like it did a couple years. Like just not. Not so long ago, and I just don't. I think we all agreed. I I think I, obviously we're letting people back in to the uh, to the stadiums now and arenas, so it's going to be great to see everyone there. I definitely can see. I'm gonna uh, Blue Cross Arena where the Nighthawks play. I definitely could see. I don't maybe not sell sell out, but I could see quite a few people in there. And um, I can't remember if I've stated this on the show before, but a couple weeks ago I went to a Sabers game and I said. And uh, and of course they have that. That's where the Buffalo uh, Key Bank uh, Key Bank Center. That's where the Bandits play. I firmly believe though that the Bandits may honestly sell out some Saber games or outsell Saber games in seat in ticket wise. And that's kind of that's pretty wild when you think about it. You know, lacrosse beating out box lacrosse, just really lacrosse in general beating out another pretty popular sport. So yeah. But I definitely could. I definitely could see it, considering what I saw at the that game I went to. Uh, for the the bye week this year will fall on December between December twenty third and twenty sixth. Um, not really shock. Obviously, that's Christmas. So, and then week. Um, I'll go. I can talk about week three, but week five will be a relatively short one. Uh, only three. Uh, total of three games will play December, and that's going to be between December thirtieth. Um, in Jan- uh, to January 2nd 
and it's going to be Halifax versus Calgary, Thursday, December 30th at 9 p.m., New York at Colorado, Friday, December 31st at 8 p.m., and then San Diego at Saskatchewan, Friday again, Friday, December 31st at 8.30 p.m. So, uh, yeah, obviously a little shorter probably because of the new year, so it's going to be interesting. But going, taking a bit back, going to week three, uh, that will be December, between uh, December 17th and 19th. Colorado versus Panther City for the first game, uh, December 17th, obviously, at 8.30 p.m. San Diego at Calgary, uh, Friday, December 17th again, 9 p.m. Saskatchewan versus Vancouver, uh, the 17th, 10.30 p.m. So a bit of a late one on there. Um, and Rochester at Albany, uh, Saturday, December 18th, 7 p.m. And Philadelphia versus Toronto, uh, December 18th at 7 p.m. Hopefully um, Rochester for Albany, that's going to be an interesting one. Uh, I think Rochester could honestly pull out the win there against the Firewolves. But uh, again, just like one thing I like about the NLL is that I think Especially this season, I think the teams are a little more. I don't know if even is the right word word because a lot of people probably listen and be like, "Oh yeah, you're an idiot for saying that." <laughs> but um, I definitely could see like, I don't know any. I don't. I wouldn't say every team has a shot at winning it all, but I'd say there's a you know most teams have a decent shot at like going pretty far though. So that that's uh, the first five weeks of the NLL season. Go into it more once the season picks up again. But I figured I at least get it get the ball rolling to talk and get all you interested in the upcoming season and it's going to be a fun one I think obviously like I said I'm definitely going to have to try to make a Nighthawks game here I haven't had been able to get to one obviously even before the pandemic I wasn't even really able to get to one just because I got busy with school and everything but I definitely might have to and I might have to convince my dad to go with me to that uh, Buffalo one because that's that's going to be that's going to be a fun time that's that's going to be a real fun one but, um, you know, I would like to know all your, everyone out who's listening's uh, predictions. You know, just who do you think is just going to take it all? Or who's going to win individual awards this year as well? That's because, you know, that's something you got to consider too. Now, going off the trail a bit from talking about NLL, I just thought I'd talk about uh, uh, this one video. Actually, it's, it may seem a little odd, but there was a video on YouTube I saw the other day. And it's actually part of a series of videos I've watched. Um by this one channel uh the channel is now called sports dissected by uh Koi- i never i don't know how to pronounce it koiski Ko- koski I, I feel like an idiot say trying to pronounce it uh it's spelled c-o-i-s-k-i all caps uh, i believe that's what it used to just be called the, the koiski but now they call it sports dissected but maybe some of you have heard of it and one of their segments they do um is they go uh it's brought to you, they uh, they do part of brought by like Royal Key or something like that, and they tour facilities of like uh, mainly co- college colleges and some pro um, uh, teams like for different sports. They've done f- for a good chunk of them are ba- uh, football, but they've done some basketball. They've done they did a hockey video for Boston College. They've done Oregon track and field. They've done a, a lot of different ones. They've done some baseball recently. And but one little thing I uh, I noticed one video they did was uh, lacrosse and it was for Duke the Duke Blue Devils and you know they look at like they looked at the gear they got just like their training facility like the facilities they use all that all that good stuff and it was just really and you know it was really cool to see because 
it's the it's lacrosse. You know, I feel like it doesn't like the hockey one. It does like it's it's a sport that didn't get a whole lot of look with this channel. It felt like so or but like with lacrosse, especially because you know lacrosse has just obviously been underrated. I always obviously a lot of people I've felt I think that's an understatement, but you know it doesn't get a ton of attention. So it was just really cool to see someone actually look at it and like obviously one of the better programs college programs to look at so it was really cool to see so i would recommend checking it out uh it's from 2019 so it is a bit old and it's a it may seem like a shock because i watched like many of these videos but this is the first time i'm seeing it i was well, the first time i saw it was like um a couple weeks ago maybe about a month and which is pretty wild I, so really just kind of flew under my radar um for a bit and it really for a long time it seemed and and i it was just a great watch i was really excited to see it and just all this you know from such a great program like duke now i wouldn't say they're my favorite i will admit but um i don't like for lacrosse i'm a college lacrosse is a little indifferent to me as i i think i've stated before on the show i um I'm a my main school of choice. Like when like rooting for lacrosse, uh, like for rooting with sports is uh, Florida, the University of Florida. So like, cause I'm just a big Gators fan. Like I grew up watching like when I got into like college football, I was really young, and it was um back when they were winning national championships. So in football, so that's kind of why. And obviously, the University of Florida doesn't have a men's lacrosse team. Um, they do have a women's though, but they don't have a men's unless it. Well, they have a club team that's actually I they they've been trying to get going, and I believe I've talked about that before, on here, but I'm not one hundred percent. Um. They I do think eventually though they could get one, and I would absolutely start rooting for them, twenty four seven. I don't know how good they're gonna be if they ever do become, but you know I think they do pretty well. Uh. Now, obviously, like going to a D one school now with a lacrosse team that of a fairly a very new lacrosse team. I obviously root for them now. Uh, Maryland was always a team I kind of was a team I for a while I rooted for a bit. Uh, Syracuse, obviously, growing up there, you know, I was a bit of their fan. But so you know, I just like there really isn't one team that I specifically root for. Uh, there are some. Sometimes I may like to see one more than other, like uh, th this past past national championship. Uh, the note I want not Notre Dame. I don't know why I brought them up, but uh, I want uh, I was rooting for Maryland over Virginia. I will say, uh, and I, so I was a little disappointed when Maryland lost. Sorry, Virginia fans, if you're out there, uh, but I. Obviously, other divisions. I kind of there's some schools I root for. Uh, my cousin Carly, she is the head women's coach at Lenore Ryan for D two. So you know, I kind of root for Lenore Ryan, both men and women's. You know, in that sense, I just because it's like the one school I know, Limestone. You know, I hope for them to do well too because I've known people that go in there as well. And so it was one of those things uh, when RIT. Obviously, I like I said, I'm not far from Rochester. So when they won the national D three national championship, I was I was pretty excited. You know, that was just really cool. You know, this you know they were got they got overlooked a bit, quite a bit, and they beat the powerhouse that, that year in Salisbury. So that was just a great you know that was just a great like championship game, and it was really fun to watch. 
Hobart is another school I actually always kind of rooted for a little bit too, you know, or just hoped in general for them to do good, seeing as they, they were absolutely the closest one to me, obviously them being in Geneva and me being only 20 minutes from there. But, yeah, so I've never – but there really isn't just one team I have a specific thing for. So, again, funny how just one – talking about one two YouTube video went into this whole debate uh, – talk about college across. But uh, on that but on that note, it uh, looks like my time is up. So until next time, remember to keep your sticks high. See ya.